Welcome to Global View. Disclaimer. The views, information or opinions expressed during the series are solely those of the guests. The host and producer of the show are not responsible for them. Now to the episode. My guest today is Krishan Kumar Chautani, the CEO of Dabur International, a company based in India that makes and exports health and wellness products. Welcome, Krishan. How do you see the current situation in the world, uh, especially after this one year of change that everybody has seen, uh, in fact, completely change the business model in some cases? Uh, thanks, Akram. Thanks for having me on your show. Yes, uh, this last one year has left the world absolutely different. Everything has changed. So a lot has been talked about what has changed and what is it. Um, so there are some mega trends happening all across the globe. If uh, And many of these being led by, uh, as I would call them, the millennials and the zillennials. If you know these guys, uh, some of us have our kids who are zillennial generations. So these guys are very, very demanding and they're very assertive. And they're very trusting too, much more trusting than our generation. Uh, they are much more healthier than what we were. And they're very, very conscious of their environment, uh, much more than what we were. And they're very, very assertive. And what is offline, they don't even know because they were born online. So one is a big consumer, which is pushing a lot of change in this entire world. So these are the zillennials and millennials. So everything has an impact on what uh, the future is going to be. If these guys are more assertive and more demanding, so there will be companies forced to do a mass customization. One product will not fit everything. So they will demand, they will want that I want a particular thing in my own way. What, what do you mean by uh, that they will demand? Uh, give me an example. How do you mean that they will demand? Let me give you an example of one experiment which we're doing here is about a hair oil. Uh, everybody wants nourishment, but the definition of hair nourishment is changing. A uh, few generations back, uh, oiled hair after hair wash used to be was a very good thing. A good healthy hair used to be oiled hair. A generation, my generation, oiling became pre-wash. This nourishment still remains, but they want different kind of nourishment which doesn't which suits their need. So today they would want to define the texture of the hair. They want to define the color of the hair. They are into more fashion of hair. So they want product which has been designed specifically for them rather than one product which fits all. So today we have come up with a solution where they can go online. They can um, suggest their uh, hair type, their hair need, their everything. And we will customize the product through our own software and design a product and send them specifically for them, one product. So if lakhs and lakhs of consumers ask me that, I can, I today have the facility to send it directly to them, which they are willing to pay a premium for. Do you think now customization is happening across the board and that is where opportunities are going to emerge? I will speak from consumer products industry, which I know the best, but I think it is going to happen everywhere. And the brands which don't, or the product categories or the brands which don't adhere to this, they are soon going to be uh, 
lagging behind, hugely lagging behind. So one has to follow what the consumer wants. And if we don't, then somebody else will take the cake. Whether you see it happening in the beverage category, you see it happening into, uh, even I told you as an, as an as old a category as hair oils, it is happening in shaving, it is happening in cosmetics, it is happening everywhere. Everywhere. People are demanding and they don't want one size to fit everything. So give me some examples of what you're doing in Dabur to fill this gap. First of all, where do you see the gap? And then what are you doing to fill the gap? As I told you earlier that uh, we are into family, into personal care in, in the international business. And uh, even in personal care, we are very dominant in the hair care uh, aspect of the business, which could be hair oils, hair cream, shampoos, lotions, conditioners. So we have seen the trend happening uh, in the West, definitely, where some uh, entrepreneurial brands are customizing shampoos for the consumers. So we have uh, taken cues from that and we have started customizing oil for our consumers. And the next in line would be a shampoo, would be, would be a conditioner, would be a, a body wash, and, and the scope is limitless. How do you see the European market change? Because that is one area where uh, I think most companies are trying to uh, not only retain a foothold, but grow. Uh, Europe is uh, going to be slightly difficult for the next few years because of the demand issues. Uh, but uh, yeah, they will be the trendsetters, especially in the premium segments. So how much of a problem has this last year been for you? And what has really changed? Few quarters were uh, pretty tough for us, uh, but uh, I think we emerged much stronger. Uh, we came up with uh, immediate solutions on hygiene and home needs, and we launched a few products which we were able to uh, at least wade through that uh, difficult period. But today, um, today we are back into business. Our market shares are uh, uh, one of the highest we have ever seen. Our products are growing almost of most of our markets are now growing double digits. When you say your market share has increased in recent times, share the secret. How have you managed that? I think um, it takes a village to raise a child. So it takes uh, all the departments and all the functions and all, all of the people to combine together to come back and win the market shares. We have been very efficient in the field. Uh, we have gained distributions. We have found out gaps. We have launched new products in the categories. And we have communicated very well to the consumers. Plus, we have had uh, focused both on uh, the premiumization of our products and also on the economization. See, uh, if I give you an example of the Gulf region, uh, it is a motley of a variety of countries at different stages of consumption and evolution. So you may have a UAE and Saudi at one end, and then uh, your Levant area or your North Africa area at the other end, which is which is uh, suffering in terms of consumption. So you have to have a portfolio of both premium products and also of economy products to cater to these needs. So combine all these efforts, combine and uh, grounds to the ear and feet in the market. I think uh, our teams are able to do a very good job. So which has been your uh, biggest success? Tell us about your success story uh, of the last year. I think we have done uh, very well in um, uh, in oral care, in shampoos. Those are the few categories. 
But how did you do it? I, I want to know the story behind it. How did you actually build on that success? I think you're a very relevant com uh, communication, great consumer insights and uh, product innovation in both the categories, and plus a lot of uh, focus on in-market visibility, distribution expansion. So a lot of things were done to make these two categories, which are, which are anyway very big, and we have uh, made our mark in those categories. Um, so these have been two success stories for us. In terms of um, countries, I think Mina business has again turned around for us very well. We have done fantastically well in Turkey as a geography. Um, so we have, and, and also in the US where we play in the African American hair care business. So we have done pretty good in most of these markets. What about Dubai? Do you feel that Dubai is now perhaps a hub for especially companies from India or this region to access the world? Or is it that it is just a hub for the Middle East? I don't think uh, Dubai is going to remain the hub only for the Middle East. They are going to be the stepping stone to the entire world and the Europe in future. The, the vision and the ambition of the leaders here is uh, par excellence. And um, the kind of magic which they can create uh, in, in such a difficult terrain is uh, really, really humbling and really motivating for anybody. Uh, right now, the times are difficult. Uh, Post-COVID, post the entire uh, exit of uh, businesses uh, and hence the exit of many expats. So there was a pressure on the consumption. But the kind of, uh, kind of initiatives which these uh, uh, countries are taking, whether it is Dubai or Saudi, with their vision 2030 or with Dubai having the Dubai Expo and the World Cup and the football World Cup, it's lots of things. They are, I don't think uh, they are going to let it go easily. Dubai is going to become the gateway to Europe and the entire world. What about Dabur? What are your plans for the future? What do you plan to do in the next, say, one year? Dabur is, uh, I think, very fortunate uh, to be sitting on the mega trend of health and wellness. We are uh, more than a 135-year-old company and our healthcare is in our DNA. And uh, word over the trend is towards healthcare and that to natural healthcare. And uh, I think it is time for Ayurveda globally. Therefore, uh, Ayurveda will now cross the charters of or the borders of India and go into every other country. We have started making our mark, whether it is in UAE or Nigeria or even America with our Ayurvedic products, whether they are in personal care or healthcare. So we are well poised to uh, encash that global mega trend of health and wellness and that to natural healthcare. So we will uh, launch lots and lots of products for the millennials and the zillennials in those categories. Second, uh, we feel there are huge geographical opportunities for us whether uh, it is LATAM or China or Southeast Asia, where we still have not uh, set our foot as strongly as we have done it in MENA. Third, we always keep our eyes open for any acquisition or an organic opportunity we have. So our growth plans are intact and we are very bullish going forward. Give us a little peek into what you're planning to launch. Any new product that you're planning to launch that you would like to talk about? Um, we are launching a very high-end uh, premium Ayurvedic uh, personal care range globally. 
So that is one. Give us some more details. What exactly do you mean by that? Uh, it is going to be a hair care range uh, with oils, shampoos, conditioners, um, hair masks. So th that kind of range. We are revitalizing our uh, skincare range under brand Dermo Viva, which is going to again uh, see some brilliant uh, effort by the team. So a lot of action. We are focusing a lot into expansion of healthcare, whether it is into male uh, vitality segment or immunity ranges, uh, actually getting Ayurveda across uh, these markets. So Hanitas, which was a brand only available in India is today available in more than five to 10 countries. Similarly, Chavanprash is going global. Dabba Honey is going global. Uh, we are expanding our real fruit juice portfolio, which we had in India now available in more than 17 countries across the globe. So yes, we have lots and lots of action happening right now. How do you see the next one year as a businessman who's sitting in one of the hubs of the world? Do you see business will actually expand or do you think we'll have a bit of a rough ride? I think we will expand and we'll do very well. Well, thank you so much, Krishan. Thank you for sharing your views with us. Thank you. Thank you, Vikram. Thank you. Thank you for having me with you.